We are down outside Coles this morning at Centrepoint Shopping Centre in Bunbury because we're launching Triple M's Extra Large Helping Hamper for the Salvos and I have Harriet Farquhar from the Salvos here. Hello, Harriet. How are you? Good to see you. Good morning. What a great day it is in the southwest. It is beautiful and we've got the big hamper here ready to roll. Now let's see if we can fill it up like we did last year, which would be just great, wouldn't it? I'd love to fill it. I'd love to have it overflowing. Now, I was actually talking to Nick Bruning from uh, 7 News and the West Australian there earlier this morning with your money, and he was telling me about so many people having their their homes taken off them from the banks because they're struggling and they can't afford to uh, keep them and stuff like that. And come Christmas time, it, it it is a major drama, isn't it? There's an awful lot of people who can't afford to have a reasonable Christmas. People are doing it tough out there, and we're seeing more and more people who are presenting to us for the first time to ha- for help. And if you're used to having Christmas, wow, whiz bang, it yep. can be really hard not to have money to feed your family or buy gifts. That's exactly right, which is what this is all about, the um, the extra large helping hamper down here outside Coles. So we're going to be collecting here for the next couple of weeks, and all you've got to basically do is, <clears throat> excuse me, as you do your shopping, is if you get some non-perishable food items or maybe a you know a wrapped toy or something like that. And uh, as, as we can see from here, there's always a lot of specials on at Coles, which is great. Half price this, half price that. Come and drop it in the hamper. It's a really simple thing to give people a happy Christmas. How much uh, stuff do you uh, go through at Christmas time? Do you actually end up giving it all away? We give 95% of it away at Christmas time, and it works out to be about 10,000 food items and 1,000 toys. What are some of the best food items to give, you think? You got any ideas? Junk food. <laughs> you mean like chips and all chips, that sort of biscuits, all that and sort of biscuits stuff? Chips and yeah. because if you don't have those throughout the year, it makes Christmas really special to be able to Oh, that's a good point, actually, yeah. If you don't have it throughout the year, it does make it pretty special to get some chocolate and stuff like that, doesn't it? And also toys for the kids, because there's nothing, you know, especially if the kids are used to getting the odd toy or present at Christmas time and you don't have any of those happening. I mean, you know, to wake up Christmas morning and Santa hasn't been, I mean, gee, that would be just a shocker, wouldn't it? It's devastating for kids and it's even more devastating for parents. Your Money with Nick Bruning from the West Australian. Yeah, well, very good morning, mate. How are you? I'm good. I'm now, just an update on my crayfish bloody catching expedition. <laughs> yes. I've decided to change tack. I'm, I'm getting a new business going. It's crayfish repellent, okay? Really? <laughs> it's my bait, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. So you every sure time you're out there being pestered by bloody crayfish, I'm your man. I've got this new stuff you'll be able to smear on yourself. You'll be safe. <laughs> you sure it's not being pulled by someone else? That they are. Not a single one for the whole season, but there you go. Um, wow. And pretty sad news to talk about this morning, and that is the level of repossessions of homes in Western Australia. Um, we've just done the, the numbers and worked out that there's something like 23 houses per week being repossessed in Australia in WA, which is Gee, really sad. That is high, yes. It's, uh, it's and especially a, especially with interest rates being so low too. Exactly, you, I mean, and you know, you know it's, they're only going to go in one direction, which is up. Everyone's yeah. kind of thinking that that'll be um, sometime from early to mid next year that we'll start to see some rate rises. But you're spot on, and the issue has been that a lot of these folks that were caught up on on high incomes, particularly. FIFO workers, and I know yeah. a lot of our listeners are FIFO or, or ex-FIFO. They're the ones that are struggling, and it, and it works. It turns out that um, this stuff we could see even as far back in May with uh, Moody's Investments uh, publishing what's called the delinquency rates. Now, these are the people that are more than 30 days behind in their mortgage repayments, and you know another 
big jump in the number of people that are falling late in, uh, in making those mortgage payments. A lot of them in the southwest corridor, um, sort of starting from Baldivis and down, but equally taking in areas like Bunbury and stuff. So mm. pretty, pretty grim stuff. And, and usually it takes between a year or two for things to, to work with their way through to the time that the bank ultimately moves in and says, right, I unfortunately will be, uh, will take the home. Now, if, if anyone's in that situation, they, they probably might not know the National Debt Helpline, which is 1-800-007-007, 1-800-007-007. They will connect you with financial counsellors, which work right through the state, and uh, and they can, well, A, help you sort of get on top of your finances, but they can also work with you and your lender to get into a situation, because the main thing here is communication. If you if you keep in touch and keep your, your banks in the loop as to what's going on, um, they actually don't want your house. They would much rather get the problem resolved. So lines of communication are crucial, and that National Debt Helpline is, is the first starting point. Right. Good advice, mate. What's that number again for the National 1800 007 the old James Bond number, 007 Easy to remember. All right. That's the National Debt Hotline. That's it. Yep. And now it's sad. Yeah, 23 homes. Uh, yeah, that's, oh, yeah. That's... No, it's just awful. And yeah. I mean, <clears throat> in amongst that, there are certainly investors. Um, but there's equally a lot of people who, uh, you know, it's have the your roof home. over it's their head. People think of it yeah. as a house, but it's their home. It's all the memories in it. It's uh, it's terrible. Yeah. All right, mate. Thank you very much. Okay. Talk to you next week. Yes. Hopefully with the crayfish report. <laughs> Lots of luck. <laughs> all right. See you, mate. See you, mate. Bye bye. With your weekend sports roundup, it's out of bounds on the Southwest's Triple M. Starting with basketball, a huge result for the Red Army yesterday, Blackers. The Wildcats stunning Melbourne United on their home court with a comprehensive, get ready for it, 91-59 victory. Absolutely huge. United couldn't recover after being overpowered by a devastating 30-9 second quarter from the Wildcats. Bryce Cotton leading all scorers with 24 points. International rules, not content with Joel Selwood being black-carded. Island coach Joel Kernan says Fremantle star Nat Five should have been sent off for a dangerous forearm during Australia's 53-50 international rules win. But there was no forearm. There was no forearm. Yeah, well, that's... I saw the, I saw the footage. Yeah. Set off. I saw it on 7 News. They had a close look at it. Slow-mo yeah. did not connect. He wasn't Fyatt. happy, though, was he, the Irish oh, coach? Oh, no, of course not. They almost brought back the biff right on the stroke of half-time. <laughs> <laughs> he threatened to get out of control there in the last ever match at Subiaco over, but Sanity did prevail. In Ad, so- until at the end of it, where they all went on and started ripping up the pitch. Yeah, and that's it. Insanity prevailed. The, the, uh, the spectators got involved yeah. and uh, took a... A little memory of Subiaco Oval. In soccer, Ange Postacoglu's future as soccer as coach will be decided in meetings with the FFA hierarchy later this week, but he insists he's not yet made his mind up, so reading between the lines, look forward to his resignation later in the week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the glory of making a habit of playing teams that are lower than them on the ladder. Back into four. Melbourne victory notching their first win of the season with a 2-0 triumph over the glory at NIB Stadium. No such problems in the W League. The glory ladies getting up over the victory. Three goals to one. The star, you guessed it, Sam Kerr returning from a quad injury, no less, with strikes in the 65th and 77th minute. And in cricket, the picture around English all-rounder Ben Stokes is expected to become clearer in the coming days amid reports. Police are finally set to announce their intentions in the event the charges against him are dropped. Stokes could be on the field for the third test at the Wacker. Is that right? They will well, rush him back in. I'm sure about that. they will. No so doubt. If he gets over here without having a bit of issue with the... Anyway, fingers crossed. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs>